Thompson, you're listening to Drugcast, the podcast by indie actor and founder Art Rula. On this show, I got an interview with Matthias, the founder of Get an Audience, a product to help you get your audience. Yeah, that's not all we chatted about on this episode. We talked about audience building, community building, and so much more. I had such a blast interviewing Matthias, and I cannot wait for you to listen to this episode. And yeah, have fun. Hi everyone, you listen to the Make Your Rocket podcast. In this episode, we're going to be interviewing. How do you pronounce your name? I'm so sorry. I don't want to mispronounce it. Yeah, my name is Matthias Bolan. Thank you. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, audience building, community building, and about his new product, Get That Audience. So, do you want to introduce yourself, Matt? I'm sorry. Okay. Matthias. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, my name is Matthias Bohlen. I live in Germany. Um, I'm a software engineer usually. And recently I have become a startup founder. I founded a, um, an indie hacking thing called Get the Audience. And I very much like to work on it. Um, it's a tool for audience building. That's amazing. I actually recently joined it. It's an amazing platform. Look. Thank you. Building it. And yeah, so normally on the show, we tend to have talk about questions about new topics, but I'm going to try something different today. So basically, I'm going to ask, start by asking you a quick question about yourself, and we'll, go on, we'll move on to other topics about getting an audience. So okay. can you tell us what is your favorite pastime? My favorite what? pastime like thing to do other than coding ah okay i see yeah i um i enjoy playing the violin for example uh, or the guitar and um i'd like to go for a walk in the in the um fruit fields here where we have farmers around here who have fields with apples and cherries and everything and uh, nice little animals running around and i also like to to go out for a walk when i've coded too much <laughs> Amazing. I can't really go outside. There's just all I have is a backyard behind me, some snow. And okay. that's that's pretty much it. I live on a main road so there's always cars 24-7. No matter what kind of day it is, you'll see cars oh. on the road. It's very annoying. It's <laughs> a small town with about let's say twenty thousand people, so it's not so much traffic here. I live in a town. I think it has like around 700,000 people and it's, and the problem is that I live like so close to a different area, like central point that no matter what time or day is it, it's going to be, it's going to be like completely, even at 3 a.m. in the morning, you'll hear, you'll hear like cars driving on the road. Oh. So that's, that's a bit, you know, like surprising though. I think it may, it's, Got it. Got it. It's you. Uh, so can you tell me more about audience building? Like what is audience building and what is the point of audience building? Yeah, the, um, the interesting thing about um, creating products is uh, we have to make sure that uh, there is somebody out there who um, wants the product. Otherwise, we build something and nobody will buy it. Nobody will be interested. So um, the people that that would be interested in your product or my product uh, would be called the audience. 
the audience is the the people who have a certain problem for example uh, who want to uh, solve something or who just want to have fun like uh, video video games it's a, it's a billion dollar industry because people want to have fun so maybe an audience are those people who either have problems or want to have fun and therefore we create products for them and audience building is, is the, um, the act of, uh, let's say, finding those people. Uh, where are they? How, what do they talk about? Um, how can I understand them? How can I contact some of them so that I can work with them? And maybe finally, when they got engaged enough, um, they will buy my product. So um, I always had, had problems with this. I founded some let's say five six seven startups before um, and i sometimes created something that nobody wants and um, so this time i decided hey this time i'm gonna do it right i'm gonna do audience development and um, i really uh, uh, created a, a product especially for audience development on twitter um, and yeah, audience is a very important group of people that we should have um, and that we should design and and build for. Really interesting, because I agree with the point where you said that there are products that you build and nobody wants them. Like for myself, I, I one of my first products I made was this chroma sensing called Simple Tap. Basically, it was this. It was this. It, it was a stupid chromatensin and then nothing. So it had, okay, so I, I don't know if I can get a picture of it. So basically, it, it, was, it was a normal screen. So let me try and throw this. It was a normal screen. You had a title, a search bar, and then there were four icons on the screen. So you, like it was, it was sort of like this. Do you see, do you see the, uh, the, yeah. the picture? Yeah, so basically it was this. And there wasn't an audience for it. It was like a small content. You, you, it had like icon to GitHub, Gmail, and all of that. And there's no, there's no need for that because people could just have keep marked as somewhere else. And that was the first product I made. And I think that's the first time I learned that audience building is really critical. Yeah. Since if you don't have an audience, first of all, for the product you want, and there's no, I mean, people don't want it, and there's not really a point for you to pursue it. The same thing with about MVPs. You don't want to you you don't want to build something that that maybe let's say had did you spend years or months or weeks on only had to have it dismantled by somebody who doesn't need your product. And I think right, artists, absolutely, artist building is really important. Uh, so can you tell me more about what is the best way to build an audience? Oh, I think there are several ways. Um, uh, first of all, you have to um, find, let's say, a, a topic or a problem that needs to be solved. Or there's a whole framework called jobs to be done, right? Mm -hmm. There's a, um, the idea is that a user or a, a customer wants to get a certain job done. For example, they want to do their taxes or they want to make a voyage across the world uh, and buy tickets or they want to uh, play a video game or what else uh, they want to do shopping or something. So um, you have to find out what's the, the topic or the problem that you want to solve and that you really enjoy solving. So 
when I came to uh, to this indie hacker Twitter, one of them, one of the people there said, if you're not part of the community for which you are solving the problem, uh, that's a cardinal sin. And I said, okay, cardinal sin, why this? <laughs> well, um, because if you start solving problems that you don't really care about, that you are not deeply engaged with, you know, kind of emotional thing, then you will lose the energy after a few months. Yeah. And um, so it's first of all, it's really important to find a good problem to solve and um, also find nice people for whom you are going to solve it. Right. So it's, it's kind of like, uh, do I feel well in the community for whom I'm solving a certain problem? Right. For example, if I don't, if I hate, hate those people, I, I won't be able to solve the problem for them. Yeah. So I that, think that's also very important. Yeah. I think a lot of people are doing on Twitter these days that you want to connect with your audience you first decide what do you want what what type of what can you like give to your audience and if you hate them then there's no point and yeah. i think that's a mistake a lot of people make when they're community building and audience building is that they focus on something that they're not really well not qualified yet they don't really focus on what they should and that's one main downside audience building can you I feel like audience building itself is a task that takes a. It's not like it's not like something you can you can you can master overnight. You have to build an audience, and it takes time for you to actually build an audience from like zero to nothing. Yeah, I I started in in October. Um, yeah, almost. I think it was the twenty fifth or something, October twenty fifth, and I had zero followers. I created a fresh Twitter account, and. Mm -hmm. Um, first of all, I, I followed some, um, some big uh, accounts like Dan Vassallo, uh, Arvid Karl, um, Janelle and so on. All these people who have, have already big accounts. And I started uh, to join the conversations there. I just wanted to know what are they talking about? What is the topic? And I started to reply to their, to their messages. So I got some initial uh, attention from from big accounts and from small accounts and people were uh, five people 10 people 20 people were following me so it, it all started like that and then I engaged in conversations with those people and grew from there um, audience building is a kind of process um, I I call it the fuse process. It's the, the, the four letter words, uh, find, uh, an F for find, U for understand, S for select, and E for engage, right? So you find them, you understand them, you select some of them you wanna work with, and then you engage with them. So these four phases or four steps are really important in, in audience building. That's yeah, so I, I did that. I think I think that Dr. Berlin, I think Arvid Kyle is a wonderful resource. Anyone who wants to learn about anything from indie hacking to like normal yeah. biz, sustainable businesses, I think, I really feel like, uh, I think a lot of Arvid Kyle is amazing resource. I would love to have him on the show one day. Though I, I agree with you where you want to like, if you want to build an audience, it's best to start like, not piggyback, yeah, but use big account inspiration. And it's really interesting how you grew from zero to uh zero to where you are now in in around six five months and that's amazing um 
Can you tell me more about Get Your Product and people who are listening uh, who never heard of Get an Audience? Can you explain it to them and tell them what it's about? Yeah, it's um, the product is a, a, a SaaS tool, a software as a service tool. You log in with your Twitter account and you can explore the people who have a common conversation. Let's say you enter the name of one well-known account or uh, one account that you know, for example, your own account. And then you see uh, who is having um, conversations with that account, who is tweeting with them, uh, about what are they tweeting. So the, the app collects the most used, most often used words and puts them into a table and says, okay, this word has been used 20 times, this word has been used 10 times. It's a kind of word cloud so that you can see what are people talking about. And the third thing is it looks for the time when people are tweeting about this. Um, it gives you a diagram that says, okay, at uh, 1 p.m. they're talking very much, at uh, 7 a.m. the morning they don't, don't talk so much. So um, this diagram tells you uh, what's the best time to engage with, with that audience. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I, I'm sorry, I tried to continue, I'm so sorry. Yeah, uh, no problem. Um, so the people, the words and the time, uh, that's uh, the three things that the product currently does. And um, this already assumes that you know at least one account that you want to analyze, um, that you find, want to um, research about. What I'm currently building are features to find those accounts. For example, at the moment I'm writing a browser extension you, that watches your Twitter behavior and records automatically all those interesting accounts that you visit. And you can later explore their audiences of the collected accounts. That's yeah, nice. basically. So I'm going to give. Yeah, that's that's really nice. I think the product is wonderful. I recently, uh, I recently signed joined the product, and I'm going to I'm going to show the listeners a quick preview. So this is what uh, we're talking about. Uh, do you want to add? Uh, can you animate the screen? Like, does it let you to animate the screen? Yeah, I see the screen right. Okay, perfect. So I'm just gonna show the visitors a demo of the website. Uh, so can you explain it as I'm on the website? So how how does the website work? Like, uh... I, I should explain that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so in the getting started section, there are some videos that you can watch that will tell you uh, about how you're gonna set yourself up. For example, what's the worst audience okay. that you should explore and so on. Um, and there's also a summary where you can see uh, what's the main topics of the video, uh, because after a while you, you won't uh, want to watch them again. And then um, you go into um, the audiences and can, for example, create a new one and then you can add some accounts to that. Ah, you already done that. Yes. So um, we see some tweets here on the left side. On the right side, we, we see the most often used words. And if you click on one of those words, then the list of tweets is filtered. So the more, more words you click, the less tweets you see because the, the words are not always in the same tweet. Um, yeah, and if you click on the people tab on the right, you see uh, who is part of that audience, who's talking. 
And if you click on one of the people, then Twitter will open and you will get um, the, the account of, uh, of those people. And the time tab then finally shows this diagram where the time, um, where you see, for example, at 2 p.m., the most people are, are talking at 2 p.m. So for your time zone, it is UTC minus five, yeah. Um, uh, 2 p.m. would be good to join this audience and talk to them. Yeah, that, 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 actually, makes, that actually makes sense. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's really interesting. So for what I have currently set, set for, for me, I have my own account and Mikvlog, I get Mikvlog set. So I can Mikvlog India at all Indie Hacker account set. So to my audience, Mikvlog is Indie Hackers. I can see exactly every single tweet and from that relation to make the rocket and make the log. I can see these people who have never even, you know, engaged with and never my audience, which is helpful. So yeah, I I I I really like the word part where I can just click where I can just click on the click on the word and it'll let me see if I click on tank, it'll give me all the tanks, or if I search, can I put like words that are not available on the list here? Yeah, you can also type in the word by yourself. Yeah. So let's play uh, Oh yeah, that that works. Yeah, sure. Um, the, pl uh, the plus sign in front of the word, for example, means uh, it's a required word. If you change that to a minus sign, you get all the tweets that don't contain the word product hunt, right? So you like can also everything, else, like everything, word, else. everything else. Yeah. Really interesting. So I'm 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 actually saying one tap. I'm just gonna click on I'm gonna click on a random person here. Uh, let's see some. Okay, I think. Okay, let I think let's click on, uh, Type Studio for a second. I'm just gonna send, I'm just gonna have to share, this other tab. One sec, sorry. There you go. Okay. So and then I I just found this new audience. For example, person. For example, uh. Yeah, so I think this is a really interesting product. It's really helpful as well. I think a lot of people, and especially for me, I can find the audience directly for Maker Rocket, which is really helpful. Uh, yeah. I can you tell me more about yourself? Like, who are you? What do you normally, uh, your etc. Yeah, I am. Um... Uh, very old uh, software engineer. I'm I'm 61 years old, in fact. Um, I'm married to a, to a lovely wife, and um, I have done several kinds of things. I started out as a, a software developer, so I wrote code for for companies. Then I wrote code uh, as a uh, freelance uh, software developer, uh, where I uh, could work for several customers. And it was the time, almost wow, 40 years ago, where there were um, um, fantastic new processors. For example, the MC68000 from Motorola was totally new and Apple was building their first computers with it. And I wrote compilers for those processors. And afterwards, I joined this very small company without eight people or so. Yeah, we were sitting in the living room of my boss and we were developing software together. Uh, he had his daughter, one-year-old daughter on his lap and he was hacking away with his daughter on his lap. And it was really fun. Um, one lady was on the phone and customer support and I sat next to her and I heard what she said, what problems that she had uh, with their customers. 
And sometimes I had fixed the bug already when she was uh, finished with the call with the customer. Um, later on, I became a consultant. Uh, I went with uh, in, in projects with, with uh, other uh, customers and I went with software teams, for example, teams who want to um, have fun uh, writing code, who want to finish on time, who want to keep quality without going nuts right in, in the process. So I help them with some clever methods like agile uh, programming, for example, or like uh, software architecture or something like that. So I'm very much into software engineering. Uh, these days I'm a trainer. I train people in systematic uh, software development methods. So I have groups who want to learn that and um, I teach it. And in my, as my side project, I do get the audience. That's really interesting. That's a nice story uh, how you started out. I didn't, that's, it's so wonderful at the age that you're still building and you're still working and that's um, it's really interesting. I think it's a wonderful story to share with others, and I'm really excited to have you on the work, to have you to have you on the show. Uh, can you tell me for people who want to build a community or they want to build an audience and they don't have any experience, what's the best way they can start building an audience? The best way to get started is thinking about um, uh, what, what's around you. Uh, for example, look on your table. There are all kinds of products on, on your desktop, um, like a coffee mug or like a computer screen or like a TV set or something like that. And you, you can think about who has built that? Uh, what, do, what do the people need who, who use that? For example, if, if you are very much into, let's say, uh, football, you could uh, uh, start an audience, uh, build, uh, start to build an audience for football fans. And then you could uh, ask yourself, what do football fans need? For example, the latest uh, results of the games. Maybe they want to bet on the games. Ah, you, maybe I can start a betting website for football fans. So you, you pick a topic that you're really uh, passionate about. And then you ask yourself, who are the people who are using this? And what could I do about those people? And then the rest comes from trying, failing, trying again, going forward, um, and so on. And very important is, is the fact that you talk to them regularly. For example, when you go on Twitter, you have some initial contact and you, you, the conversation gets a little deeper. You go on DM with the people on, on direct message and you have deeper conversations. And then you ask them, what do you really need to, for example, to, to have more fun with football or to, to watch your TV better? For example, when you have preferred actors, how do you find out uh, a movie with your preferred actor is running now? Or something like that, uh, depending on the problem you want to solve. So audience building really starts with, with a topic that you deeply care about, then talking to people who, who will be the members of your audience. Um, and um, then uh, doing something for them that will will make them happy. That's really interesting. I think that's the best way to build the audience. I've been trying slowly and slowly to do exactly what you said over the past few. I think my audience for Make Rocket is indie hackers, people who want to learn. Uh -huh. And I'm sorry, I'm just a bit tired. Uh, so basically, I think that's really interesting how audience building. Uh, Audience building itself is a really difficult task to master. And I know I said it earlier in the episode, but I want to say it again. Uh, audience building is all about connecting with your community and your 
you you don't want to treat your audience as like consumers. You want to treat your audience as humans and people who want to learn something or whatever audience is about. Like you mentioned, for example, like a sport, or maybe your audience is about um, newsletters. You wanna then you want to talk about what interests you. You want to talk about a newsletter. You want to talk about how can you make better newsletters. How can you make? How can you expand? And I think yeah. the one mistake a lot of people do is tend to complete is they tend to treat their audience like consumer and try to sell courses. And that's fine to a point where it's fine if you if you're if you reach that level where you can bring bring your knowledge to others. But if some people who just want to bring make their audience, that doesn't make sense. I was that that doesn't really make as much sense. It's just at a point, if you want to sell something to your audience, like a product or a SaaS product, like we mentioned, we'll get the garden. It's fine at that point, but if someone like keeps up only building an audience just to eventually only sell and not connect with them, then that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's uh, at, at the first, um, how should I say that? Um, in the beginning, it's much more important to have a good contact to the people and to, to really understand them and talk with them, um, not talk at them, right? Uh, Arvid Karl, for example, he, he always says um, it's not like an artist on a stage who, will, who is performing for his audience. No, that's a one-way street. Um, it's more like, like a two-way uh, thing, like, like a dialogue between people. And only after a while you will notice uh, the problems that, oops, I think this is a, this is a postman. Just a moment, I come back. No, it's okay. Don't worry. All right. I'll take the to talk about uh, something else. So in the meantime, while we wait for Maddie to be back, I wanted to say uh, thank you for listening to the podcast so far. We're going to, we recently launched on Product Hunt and it's such a wonderful journey and make rocket. I want to thank you for all your listens and help to make rocket it's been an absolute blast over the last few months and i can't wait to line me rocket 2.0 in, in a few months again and yeah we're gonna have more episodes this week i'm just waiting for him to be back and in the meantime i'm just gonna wait now okay so yeah this was the uh... yeah no 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 worries. i just I just had the time and I started talking about uh, something quickly about the podcast, about how I want to thank everyone for listening. So, Okay, yeah, sure. Right, so thank, So that really makes sense. And I I think, uh, sorry, I think you were saying something before we left. Yeah, what was it? Um, yeah, it's a difference between preaching at your audience and um, really interacting with your audience. Yeah. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. And I think Arvid Kala, I keep, I, I want to mention him again. He really shows that he, even though he's telling something like a story, he's still giving like valuable information to his audience, his followers, people, people who follow when they, when they first see him, they don't feel like they're, they're he's selling something. He feels, no. he, when no. you see his tweet, yeah. you feel like, oh, yeah, okay. Right. So he's giving something that I need and oh, Maybe maybe I'll join the alpha. Maybe I'll check his story out because I really like him. Uh, I'm gonna give two people. I'm uh, YouTubers. They're both. I'm gonna give an example of this. So 
It's kind of similar what we're talking about. So a couple weeks ago, I got a chance to interview someone called Travis Fisher, and we talked about the creator economy. And with that, we talked about how creator or people build audiences and then they sell everything on sell, as, as selling something. So yeah. there, I'm going to compare. So have you ever heard of the YouTuber Mr. Beast? No, I didn't hear about okay. him. So Mr. He basically donates a lot of money to people. <laughs> so, okay. And so there's another YouTuber. I, so I don't know how to explain this. So there's another YouTuber called Morgz. Where Morgz is that he tends to copy Mr. Beast like entirely. His ideas, his like videos, and all, on all of that. So basically, what Mr. B is better at is he's built he's built a huge audience, audience, and his audience like him, and he just he doesn't he doesn't understand anything. He only sells like things that matter and that build. And he's, so basically, you, I don't know how to explain it, but people who listen to know him. Uh, I'll let you know. I try. I don't want to waste time. So what Morg is though, when you think of Morg, he he tends to sell and like make fake videos and all. So think so when you're putting an audience or do you start to get it? What I'm trying to say here? Uh, yeah, it's it's um, it's a really um, a kind of um, atmosphere that you have to create. It's a kind of feeling in the people that yeah, absolutely. A, a sense of belonging, a kind of belonging. Yeah, yeah. I got to do that. So basically, I'm so more than the other hand though. It's like when you when you first think of Mr. Beast, you don't think I'm going to sell you something. It's like same with Arbor. You think influencer. You don't feel like he's you don't feel like Mr. Beast is somebody who's make the beast like taking your time away. No more yeah. you you can feel that oh okay this he, he wants to sell something he wants to copy people. So if if you take if you take that case study, and, and you can convert that to indie hacking as well. If you make if 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 your only goal is to sell something, then there's no point of you building an audience. There is a point. What I mean by that is that. If you're honest at the beginning, you want to on and you want to immediately sell what you have, that is fine. Mm. But if you keep on doing it, so. there's, there's, there's no point. Then, then there's no. no point. But yet, if you want to be like Mr. Beast and you want to build an audience and eventually sell something that helps other people, not only yourself, then that's at, that's worth it. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a game of creating value. Um, when you when you gather an audience around you you want to have fun with them you want to engage with them you want to give them value and finally some uh, some day they will see oh he's written a book or oh he made some software oh uh, maybe this would be good or that so then it comes to to buying and selling but that's not not the main point i think um, for example at the moment i'm i try to give value by building in public I share everything, all the decisions that I make, uh, all the things I've learned. Uh, every night I write uh, two tweets. One tweet is about the learnings of the day uh, and what happened that day. And then the other tweet is about the metrics. How many users do I have? How many uh, bought something? How, how many canceled? Uh, how many data is in my system? And so on. So uh, I share everything I, I build in public. That's amazing. I think lots of people try to do that. That's, that's what makes building in public. I think building in public wouldn't want to make an artist is much better than building in private. If you yeah. build in private and no one knows you, no one knows and when you launch, oh, he's building something. I never knew that. Compared to, oh, it's launched. Yay. I said, yeah. I think the point of Maker's Rocket is that I first, start, Maker Rocket first started building in private. 
and eventually I found that people actually wanted a blog that that felt not like a business blog. If people wanted a place where they could enjoy and learn other stories without, you know, being bamboozled by subscriptions or like memberships or like ads. And I think that would make my making rocket so fun and best. Sorry, special. I think that would, that's I think yeah. that's the best part about making rocket. And I think that's the best part about, I think that's also the best part. I'm sorry, I think that's also the best part about uh, getting an audience. And I think I want, I want, so I've been trying to build an audience for the last few weeks before I launched and before I make the mix rocket. And I'm excited that I launched today and it did really well. Well, even though we didn't get featured on the homepage or anything, that's even even though we still got people interested in it. I I always say that nice. if you want to launch, I'm gonna share the link for you. Uh, so if you want to launch something, if you want to build something, the best part is you want to build an audience before you launch, before you build, because audience building will honestly help you a lot. Obviously, you don't need to have a huge audience. Do you take me for example? I have a small audience and I was. I only recently grew. I actually a month. This is a funny story. I'm not trying to show my staff, but uh, I only grew recently. I changed my strategy and audience, and that really helped me grow. And I think that to many people, they don't see audience as a priority. The audience is a priority. You should take it matter, and you should have a building your product. Okay, that, and 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 if you want, and if you want an easy way building your audience, you could always. Uh, talk to Mattis or check his product out and it's really interesting and I want to thank you again for being on the show today I'm sorry for talking about my launch in the last part I was trying to find a point to explain so thanks for being on the show today it was amazing talking to you and yes, thanks for having me yeah. learning about right. building. thank you and if you, if, you want, if you want to say any last remarks if you want to talk about any last topic for the last for the next five minutes, that's perfectly fine. So, uh, no, I've I've got no more ideas. So uh, thanks thanks a lot, um, and all the best to you and Makers Rocket. I, I see the product hunt page now, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, greetings to all your listeners. Bye bye. Thank you. And that's all we have for the interview. I want to thank you for listening to the episode and this podcast. I want to thank you for all the grow recently, and your and your help. Thank you, everybody. I cannot wait for the next episode of Rockycast. I'm going to be recording some episodes in the next few weeks, and I'm super duper stoked and excited to connect with you all and interview some more people and learn and showcase some of the stories of the makers everywhere from newsletters to headlining to so much more. And with that being said, once again, thank you for listening to this episode of Rockycast. And, and I can't wait for an episode and hope to see you again. Kudos.